Steve kept going, dog is my cop a lot. My cop a lot. And like, he just couldn't. And your family get it. was just dying. My family thought it was hilarious because it said, it was co pilot. Dog is but my co pilot. There should have been a dash. There was no dash. And anyway. the irony that Steve is a pilot now. I just want to be somebody's was, cop a lot. He was a pilot then. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hi, my friend. I am so excited to tell you that we are actually back in full force and hopefully we will be back regularly now. It has been a crazy couple of months. Everybody has been sick. And then, of course, with Steve's brother passing, you know, things have just been chaotic. So we are glad you are here. We are so happy to be here with you today. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. We are going to be answering some of your questions that you sent in. If you have a question or a topic you want us to cover, head to the show notes and drop it in the form that is there. You can click the link and go to the form and fill that out, and we will get it answered on an upcoming episode. We would love to hear from you and what questions you have. Also, I do have one spot left to our retreat, to my retreat that is happening next week. If you are interested and it's happening April 27th, I would love to have you join us. So please, please, please reach out to me. There's a link in our bio to schedule a call to see if it's a good fit. Or if you're like, yes, I am in, there is also a link to just purchase your ticket right now. I hope to see you there if you feel like that is something that is on your heart. This spot is waiting for you. And I leave this open until the very end because I know that some women are last minute, like take it up last minute, which is me, and that they just need to feel called at that last minute. So if that spot is for you, it is waiting for you. If not, then we will just have extra space at the retreat and it is going to be amazing. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to do this work with these amazing women. So I hope you have a fabulous week and that you enjoy today's episode of the Husband Law Podcast. We're recording. We did it. Yay. No, but seriously, yay. I've been promising people that the three of us were going to be back for like months now. It yeah. feels like months. It is. Mm. It's probably been a month. Oh, it's been at least a solid month. But I think it's been over that. But Fortnite, we did it. Fortnite. Fortnite. Tree Fort. Tree Fort. Yeah. Tree Fort. We dropped one episode in March and it was... Tree Fort. Tree Fort. <laughs> but there was a lot going on. There was a what lot. What was going on? Well... Lots of tree port, port, per, <laughs> tree port performances. <laughs> well, at the beginning of March, Steve's brother passed away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so we were navigating that and giving a few weeks off or a couple weeks off for that. Yeah. Rightfully so. And then all of us got sick. You all were super sick. Yeah. I was super sick. Penny. Steve, I think you were Jaylen. sick before that. I was sick and before. that's why we didn't record before yeah. that. So it's probably, just. You guys didn't get it for me. I stayed away. No, we didn't get sick from you. Yeah. We just got sick. I don't even play that game anymore. It just doesn't matter where you get sick. You're going to get sick. If you're around people, no, I, you're, you're yeah. bound to get sick. Because I just don't want anybody to ever feel bad that, oh. You're pointed out who got you sick? Yeah. Yeah. And so. I have a serious issue with people who show up to work sick, though. Like, 
If you have symptoms, stay the hell home. Is this a little bit of PTSD from 2020? Because that's the thing, like you and I worked together mm-hmm. during 2020, all of 2020. And we were super strict about that. Very strict. And reasonably so. Like, And it was navigating through something that we've never, ever navigated through or probably will ever have to in our lives. Yeah. Hopefully. But Hopefully it not. just kills me that people didn't learn the freaking lesson that if you have symptoms of something, stay home. Yeah. Don't spread them around. And I had this conversation with someone today and I'm like, dude, either wear a mask or get away from the front desk. I don't want to get what you have. And he's like, don't worry, it's not COVID. And I'm like, I don't care what it is. Yeah. I don't want it. It doesn't matter what Get it, it is. away from me. Talk <laughs> to me on the radio, but do not come to my front desk. That's the thing that I've struggled with pre-COVID was that we still felt we needed to show up even though we're sick. And mm-hmm. I struggle with this, like staying home when I'm sick. But I'm like, why Why do we feel like we have to push through and that we go expose everybody else? When you're not, a, like, that's not a hero. I tell anyone I hire... If you are sick, stay home. I would rather cover your shift for a couple days than cover everyone's shifts for three weeks. Yeah. Stay home. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm all riled up now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like when, when I got sick, like I was down for a full week. Yeah. Yeah, Matt didn't leave the couch or the bed for and, a week. And that's the thing. Like I don't get sick very often, but when I get sick, it's always like sick sick. Yeah, it hits you hard. Yeah. So yeah, I got hit too, hard. generally. Well, and you still have a cough, and I still bit, sound yeah. congested. Yeah. So it's been a lot. Penny got it, but she barely like yeah, she didn't she get it bad at anything. all. So that was good. Yeah, I was glad. Yeah, Sarah's the oh, only the one joys. That been sick yet? Yes, yeah, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah didn't get it. Matt <laughs> keeps was... blaming her, saying <laughs> she it's got been it. So sick. long, I almost was like, who? <laughs> 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 uh, it took me a second to get there too. I know Sarah. who Sarah is. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. We just had Easter together, and that was really fun. I yeah. was like super sick, even the day of. I. I wasn't contagious anymore. I was feeling better, but I was still tired and worn down. So I text Steve and I'm like, I don't know what you have planned, but if you want to do anything, you're in charge of I, the Easter I planned on doing all of it. I was going to do Easter baskets and hunt and everything. I thought I was picking her up in the morning and doing it all at my place. But yeah. Anyway, it was fun doing it here. But you didn't even have plans for that, though. Like you didn't done anything for that. Well, I was going to do it that morning, <laughs> which I did, <laughs> and it, it went great. Out great. Yeah, I was so grateful because we ended up having Sarah most of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah got all the good eggs. Sarah, Sarah <laughs> found uh, she all got of like forty five of the fifty five eggs, and they were the ones that had all the money, Penny which got wasn't $2. that much. The no, odds, the odds but... though, were good. I mean, she got most of the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. She also got the one that had the hot sauce, though. Yeah. <laughs> Penny got the mucinex and the cough drops, <laughs> and the ones that were empty. And this is what it's like to have an Easter egg hunt with Steve. <laughs> there was also some good stuff in there, like flaming Cheetos. <laughs> it was awesome. You did perfect. Poppets. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. It was so fun. It was fun to do brunch together and Easter. And I was bummed afterwards. I'm like, why do I never think to take pictures or video? I never do. Usually you do. Usually you're making some real for. Well, usually I try to grab something. Yeah. Because I've realized it only needs to be, I only need like 20 seconds of footage. But do you want to put some hot sauce in an egg and you can take a picture of that? <laughs> yeah. there's, I, I think could, there's still five eggs just, hidden out back. Oh, no, a squirrel found one of them a the other day. Found one. A squirrel? What was in it? <laughs> uh, we don't know. Because the squirrel took it. It was empty. Wow. Yeah, like chewed through the egg. Wow. Yum. Yeah. So, the squirrel's going to die. 
Squirrels can die. You yeah. ate an egg. Well, it didn't eat it. It just picks it apart and took took out the inside. I ran over a squirrel on my bike the other day. Oh, gosh. It was I've already dead. I've done oh. it, but not very dead. Not you? like crispy, <laughs> crunched dead. It was like... squishy. It was so disgusting. I've hit a squirrel on my bike. Like A what? living one. Oh, that God. was Go running your spokes? It, was, <sighs> it, it caught the spoke. It took a couple rides around on the wheel. How did it not like get decapitated yeah. in the brakes or something? Oh, is that my phone? Yeah, all we've our, all oh. all our, we've oh. got a public safety going on. I was like, so how are all hear, our phones going off at once? If Amber you hear alert. all the buzzing. Yeah, Amber alert. It's a public safety one. I've oh. never seen one like that. That's weird. Yeah. Um, I've hit a bird once that like got hit, stuck and I took it home and like oh, geez. tried to nurse it back. Yeah, I've hit a quail. I hit a rattlesnake. Ooh. It like a rattler? Yeah. Up Ooh. on Hull's Gulch. And it like I think it was a Gopher? Sidewinder. Oh. The trail. Oh, yeah, not, yeah. Not the snake. <laughs> but it like coiled up and bit my tire is what it seemed like. And then it just like went flying in the air because my tire like sent it That's launching. crazy. Yeah. Huh. So it probably bit into your tire. And then latched got on launched. And... Yeah. And I guess I don't know if it was a rattler, but it was a snake. Yeah. It's more fun if it's a rattler for the story, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there are, there are a lot of those in the trails here. Yeah. I came across this other one once, just running on the trail, and there's a bunch of people stopped up ahead, blocking the trail, which I was like so annoyed by, and I was like, on your left, on your left, and they like didn't move, and my headphones are in, so I couldn't hear what they were saying, and one <laughs> of them like grabs me <laughs> to stop me from running straight into this Snake. rattlesnake that's coiled up on the trail right in front of them, and I was like, all right, I'm sorry I was angry at y'all, <laughs> thank you for stopping me from <laughs> running through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's By the cool, end, guys. there were like 15 of us on either side, 15 trying to go down the trail, 15 trying to go up the trail, because it was like very thick on either side of the single track. So we just like waited it out till the snake left. Did anybody throw rocks at we it? We threw a lot of rocks at it. It just got angry and hissed. Huh. I love Crazy. that we started talking about Easter and now we're talking about Easter snakes. snakes. <laughs> Squirrel, Squirrel to quail or whatever you ran over to snakes. <laughs> Cool progression, guys. Yeah, thank you. Sometimes when I'm talking to Matt and I start saying something that's out of the blue, I have to retrace my thought pattern for him. How did I get here? <laughs> yeah. Here's what happened. This Jalen does that too. He'll just like say something and I'm like, babe, whatever the five thoughts were in your head leading up to this, I did not hear them. Yeah. I am not following you. That's exactly like Jessica. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll be like, here's how I got there. And he's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway. or, there's, or, or there's other times where she thinks she tells me something, but mm. she never tells me something. <laughs> and then she gets mad at me because she said, I thought, I, I told you this. And I was like, no, you, you didn't. thought you, about telling you me. Probably thought about, you I need prob- to tell you this, yeah. but you not didn't the tell same me. Thing. Um, actually, I think mostly you're just looking at your phone and not listening to what I'm saying. When oh, that oh, okay. Bam. <laughs> Called out. I don't know. I'm sure there's some of both going on. Hmm. That's okay. Hmm. It just happens. Yeah, seriously. Is that Penny singing in the shower? Is that what that was? I didn't hear anything. I thought I heard her singing in the shower. Or it's Penny and Sarah talking to each other. Which very well could have been because... (laughs) One of them's in the shower and one of them's on the toilet. (laughs) I think I just heard the toilet (laughs) I love it when they get going. 
Yeah. Like funny. talking and going back and forth when one of them is in the shower and the other one's just in the bathroom hanging out. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, guys, let's dive into today's episode. Wait, I wanted to read a... Oh, uh, Matt's going to read a review. Yeah. Is that what you wanted to yeah. do? I was going to read one. Okay. And it's just the most recent... It's the most recent one <laughs> from March 13th. Okay. Awesome. Is that going to be... Have we read this one? We haven't no, read we this haven't one read before, this. Right? All right. It says, thank you for your courage. First, I just want to say thank you to Jessica, Matt, and Steve for having the courage to share your story and be as open as you are. It's so comforting to know that there are others out there who have gone through this. I love the show. I love how you guys address so many different topics related to your journey and just relationships in general. My ex shared your cast with me, and I listen when I can. I'm proud to say that her and I are in a really good place, thanks in part to you all. We chose to continue to show up for each other and our kids, and I thank God for her courage to support me and our family despite what others thought she should do. Keep the episodes coming. I love when I hear that, that someone found the courage to, like, keep things healthy and happy. Yeah. After listening to our story. I yeah. Love it. And this is what we are wanting to share. Like, this is what we're wanting to get out right. of it, right? To doesn't give have to be nasty. other people the courage that it doesn't have to be what the world says it should look like, right? Mm -hmm. And Also, I love that they call it our cast. Yeah. How have I not been calling this our cast the whole time? It's <laughs> cool. Instead of the pod. Yeah. The pod? We don't call the it the cast, pod. The cast sounds cooler. People say the pod? I say the pod a lot. Sounds like Love is Blind. I don't it's know what that is. It's a dumb show with pods. Okay. <laughs> Jenna and I are hooked on it. It's a dumb show it's you can't stop watching. It's the dumbest and we can't stop. <laughs> it's the dumbest. Love is Blind? Love is I, Blind. I hear a lot of people are hooked on it, though. It's an experiment. Is mm. Love Actually Blind? By Nick Lachey and whatever his wife is. Jessica Simpson? No. Oh, I don't know her name. But it's so corny. It's didn't, didn't a bunch of guys. I have no idea yes, who that is. Forever ago, like... Sorry, when he was in like 98 degrees? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So it's a bunch of dudes. I didn't even know who Neil Kalashay was. And a bunch of girls. And they date each other in a room through a wall. They don't ever get to see each other until they get engaged. If you get engaged to someone on the other side of the room, on the other side of the wall, in the pods, then you get to meet in real life. And then, of course, you get to see, is love actually blind or does it change things once you've seen each other? And then they have four weeks to get married or call it off. It's lots, of, it's lots of drama. Because putting time, a time uh -huh. frame on that is right. what we should do. Yes, right. It's a very dumb show. Where can we watch this? I'd like Netflix. to maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Go start it tonight. It's not your type of show. No, I couldn't. Uh, I wouldn't last. Okay, are All you right. guys ready? Yeah, for what? Okay, we're finally answering. We're just going to tap into one of the questions that we've received tonight so i feel like this is this is like an official cast now because jessica has her computer right in front of her now <laughs> and her hooded onesie pajamas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with gold stars <laughs> i think the they cancel each other out yeah. for being like professional yeah. the vibe the vibe's there though yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of answering questions, I really wish we would have kept recording at Tree Fort. I know. With the after questions. we stopped recording, then we're like, mm -hmm. "Hey, anyone have questions?" And they were great questions. And 
I was right. like, we should have kept recording, dang it. Well, right. I, I saw it in the eyes of the uh, uh, the audio guy. He's like, time's off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we could have gone all day. We, we could have. 45 minutes and we were there. So. All right. So what's our question? It says, it, so there's a, like a preface to this. Preface? 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 Preface. 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 Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. This reminds me of Tremonton. <laughs> Every time we pass through there, I call it Tremonton. As you should. <laughs> because Steve, <laughs> it, the town is called Tremont. No, it's called Tremonton. It's such a, it's such a regal place. called it tre- Tremonton. <laughs> On the and Idaho, that's... Utah border. And, and that's where they have all the coppolots. <laughs> Oh, gosh. No one knows that story. Here's another story from Steve. We saw this bumper sticker one day. and Like Steve's 25 like, years ago. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> Not 25, well, probably. but a long time ago. And Steve kept going, dog is my cop-a-lot. My cop-a-lot. And like, he just couldn't And your family get it. was just dying. My family thought it was hilarious because it but said, it was co-pilot. Dog is but my co-pilot. But there should have been a dash. There was no dash. And anyway. the irony that Steve is a pilot now. I just want to be somebody's cop a lot. He was a pilot then. <laughs> but I knew how to spell the word right with a dash in it. This is when now the I gotta coughs check that. come I gotta out. Fact check. Is when, when is we when laugh. we start laughing. Co-pilot or co-pilot. Oh, I spelled those really bad. Where's it? Yeah, it... And it this is dash. where it sinks it in. It has a dash. So there. But could it be not a dash as no. well? No. <laughs> if it's cop a lot. <laughs> I stand by it. That bumper sticker had grammatical errors. Okay, so what is Ooh, the what does okay. co stand for then? Like companion. Co pilot. It's his companion pilot? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Did, did you really not know that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Stop. Yes, you did. <laughs> There's always the pilot command and the co pilot. Second command. This is how you know we haven't been together for a while. (laughs) It's just a bunch of nonsense. Just sidetracked really easily. (laughs) I mean, we were together on Sunday, but not in this (laughs) setting. Weren't we together the Sunday before? (laughs) For your birthday? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No. When was that? That was was like... Monday. It was Monday. Steve had to go take a break (laughs) (laughs) mid-dinner. It was a lot of food. It was, and I was seriously low we energy. Took, we sat down at the table for like four minutes, yeah. I swear. And then Steve's like, I gotta go lay down. <laughs> I couldn't do it. The whole family was, is sitting at the table. It was, including Jessica's parents. <laughs> and Steve has to take a time out. I couldn't. It was Monday after Tree Fort. I was tired and exhausted, and I just ate a ton of that fruit dessert <laughs> to start out my dinner. You had a heaping plate of the whole fruit dessert. Well, you gave a second plate for the dessert, so I filled it up. One for the dinner, one for the dessert. But here's the thing. You, you only took like two bites I, of the fruit I know, dessert. and then I couldn't do it, so I had to take a break so I could come back and try it again. I was just going to give up. Like, he ain't no quitter. He gave my quit. strength. and. Go, go lay down on the couch oh while everybody gosh. else eats dinner. <laughs> I'm just still gonna... in the same room. We're still... 
<laughs> yeah. I'm still a part okay. of the group. That just made me think of another story, but I'm not going to tell it. Why not? We're, we're going to continue on. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's about when my brother used to go mid-meal, every meal we had, I swear, every dinner, he had to go to the bathroom. And (laughs) the bathroom was just off of our kitchen. And so he would leave the door open and talk to us the whole time. Like open all the way? Yeah, like he'd leave the door completely open. You couldn't see into the bathroom from where we were So it'd be like if our girls like mid- Dinner went to their bathroom. Yeah, except and it was left closer. It, around the corner. it was closer. Hey, they're still a part of the group. Keep it cohesive. <laughs> he could just talk loudly. That's terrible. Tell us everything that was going on and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> oh, man. Same room, same room, yeah. kind of. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. All right. What's the question that we're trying to answer today? I hope you guys all just need a laugh today. <laughs> it, well, I, and right now it's going to get I serious. Just, I just hope y'all actually think we're funny <laughs> <laughs> we're hilarious oh shoot steve just broke the ottoman man down <laughs> man down okay you guys are you ready yes here's the preface that started this whole thing preface, <laughs> preface. <laughs> okay i was waiting for steve to say it weird nope. <laughs> i'm not sure if you answered this in a previous podcast probably. if you have <laughs> probably please let me know. I have recently accepted that I am queer after 42 years of life. This was prompted by a faith crisis with my LDS beliefs. My wife and I have been married for 22 years. When we listened to the first episode about Steve's affair with Sebastian, the message of Jessica's dad resonated with both of us. My wife and I both independently agreed that I am the same way due to my religious upbringing. Jessica and Steve, if you could go back in time before the affair, what would you tell each other or tell to each of yourselves? And this is the thing he says after. I'm so afraid that I am going to break and go out and figure this out, but don't want to hurt my wife in any way. So I'm assuming he's afraid he's going to have an affair, Mm -hmm. which is what you did. And he just doesn't want to hurt his wife in any way. That's noble. Yeah. But it's hard. We know. Yeah. Okay, so Steve and Jessica, if you could go back in time before the affair, what would you tell to each of yourselves? To each of us. What would you say to yourself? If you could go back before Before the affair. Before the affair. Don't marry him, Jessica. (laughs) No. No, we're just talking to yourself. What would you say? What would Steve Steve say say to say? Steve. Steve. (laughs) 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 And what would Jessica say to Jessica? Okay. Um, and so we're married, okay. but it's pre-affair. Do you have any thoughts for This is actually Steve? a really, really good question. Yeah, we haven't really t- like said what we would tell ourselves. Yeah. I wish I could somehow give myself a feeling of like post coming out, post getting through all the madness, post processing a bunch of this and actually feeling peace and comfort with where I was at in life. And I don't know how I would say that to myself, but just... I wish I could give myself that feeling and just let myself know there is peace ahead in this life for you. Like it doesn't, like I couldn't see that. I couldn't see. But the thing is, is like the peace comes from the journey and the trials that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you didn't know that there was these massive waves and just this torment, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that there was that peace mm-hmm. after that. I almost wonder, Steve, too, if you needed to hear that I would be okay. Yeah. 
in that as well. Yeah. Of just saying, of seeing just that. And maybe that's part of what you're saying, this little bit of seeing into our life. Like maybe a moment of Sunday with Easter. Right. Having that tiny glimpse of... You're going to have the coolest (laughs) husband-in-law. You're going to have an awesome boyfriend. (laughs) Your daughter's fine. But I get what you're saying, like instilling that little bit. Even just like one single snapshot of any of these moments that we've had, just being able to see 15 years down the road, this is going to be you guys. That would have. And I think you and Jessica both put that into perspective without really knowing exactly like what you were doing, but you were Mm -hmm. foreshadowing, hey, this is what I want our lives to look like. Mm -hmm. Moving forward, let's move forward together and try to make this look this way. Right. We really laid it out. Yeah. Like how detailed, how detailed did you get? We laid in bed for hours the last night we were together in Oklahoma. That's the way I remember it. You tell me if you remember it differently. I don't remember this. But we laid in bed and talked about it. Mm. And it was a really positive thing, at least for me. Yeah. To like, it wasn't just all the heaviness and all the sadness and all the fear and all the shame and the hate, the self-hate. It was actually a conversation that made me feel very uplifted of like. Who instigated the conversation? Jessica. At so, least, well, at least you had a better ability to paint a picture of what we could make this look like. And I mean, you literally said, "I want, I'll remarry, you remarry, and we'll co-parent our child together. We'll hang out together. We'll enjoy each other. We'll get past all of this, and we'll we'll do holidays together. Maybe some vacations. Like you, you really laid it out as far as how it could look, and that it wasn't just the end of us." You know, yeah. that, w- that was a, a relief for me. Well, and I remember having, so when I remember having this conversation, because I think we had it more than once. Right, I did. think we kept checking in and evaluating as things progressed. But that that base of what you just said was always there, mm-hmm. like this base of how things would look. And then I remember, when I remember it, it was from the drive on Christmas from my brother's, well, picking you up at the airport on Christmas Day to drive up and stay with your family in Idaho Falls. Mm-hmm. That's when I remember having the conversation, mm-hmm. obviously, again, of just we really... We had good conversations on road trips. We did. Before. <laughs> we always did. And after the divorce. <laughs> of just laying out, this is what we want, and mm-hmm. this is how we hope it can look, and talking about even, like, church stuff, and how we hoped, you know, to raised Penny differently in the church than we'd been raised, but also like I still wanted her in the church and Steve supported that. We had to talk through that of like, you made it very clear that you expected my support in raising Penny in the church, just like you were offering me support and Mm -hmm. living a gay life. And giving that back to you is, I'm also going to encourage Penny to support you Yeah, and navigating that within the church, whatever, which I think we've done. I mean, I'm pretty pretty loose about the whole her going to church stuff way looser than i thought i would be um, Me too. but but we shift and we pivot and whatever so mm-hmm. i think i would have just i don't know if there's anything different that i would have told myself i think that I, i'm always a very i think i talk to myself a lot <laughs> and like analyze things for myself i always i've just always been that way and pretty self-aware and i think you know I knew I was going to be okay. And so if anything, it was just keep trusting yourself and the process. 
You think maybe those words come out like thinking that you said them out loud or <laughs> just in your head? When, when you're thinking to yourself. Oh, I talk to myself out loud. You know this. <laughs> Steve got it. I got it. What? He's joking about when you think you said something to him. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of times, Matt, that I have said haven't said things I thought I said. Okay. You do have an ability. Like a lot of us talk to ourselves and just spin circles and kind of get nowhere with it and stress ourselves out. I don't out. do that. You don't. You seem to have an ability to actually reach a, Conclusion. I don't know if it's a resolution, but at least a peace of mind around a topic that you think and think and think about. It's an action plan. Yeah. Of course it is, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> You're all about your action plans. Action plan. <laughs> but I. But it is. Like, literally, I come up with a plan that feels really good to me. And I embrace that, even when it doesn't look like somebody else has told me it should look mm -hmm. or my life. It isn't what I thought my life should look like. I really try to embrace that. And I just try okay. to embrace what's right for me. So read the question again. Jessica and Steve, if you could go back in time before the affair, what would you tell to each of yourselves? Did we cover that? I, I, think, I think so. so. I wish I could tell myself somehow not to have an affair. but. I don't think I was strong enough to actually make the decision to end our marriage and go explore the right way. How, mm -hmm. how clear of communication were you, were you guys in, in regards to, because I know you guys communicated really well, but Steve, did you communicate to Jessica like, hey, I am going to probably have an affair no, or was I, that? I never said those words. He didn't no. say those I didn't even words. say those words to myself. He said. Okay. Even the day I was going to find Sebastian. I still was in denial about the fact that that's what I was doing and that I was about to have an affair. These are the things Steve told me. He told me that he's the closest he's ever been to acting on it. Okay. So we were at mm -hmm. least aware of that. And, but like both, I mean, he never said the words, I'm going to have an affair because he didn't want to. That wasn't his intention. So I was absolutely scared. And then, about how so that's I what was. I'm hearing also from this individual. Right. Mm hmm. Is that they are on that verge. Yeah. And I think. This is what I tell people now that I work with who are in this position, who are like, I don't want to hurt my partner. I'm so torn. And this goes for anybody who's unhappy in their relationship, <laughs> not just in our situation. But I tell them, listen, the kindest thing you can do is be honest with them that you're done, that you are to this point of wanting to have an affair and to be honest about that before, before the affair happens. Right. Steve and I are lucky in the fact that I'm weird in some way in how I process things. And so it allowed me to like The affair didn't ruin it. It all. was devastating, but yeah, it didn't like crush everything we had like it does for a lot of people. And understandably so, like that's a and, hard thing to get through. Yeah. And yeah, I mean there's that's real. But I think I always just, well, I tell you this, Matt, <laughs> even in our marriage today, I'm like, if you ever get to the point that you want to have an affair with somebody, please just tell me and leave me. Don't have an affair. Just I've told you this before. Like, please yeah, just be honest and say you're done. That's the kindest thing you can do if you are at that point. And you'll That's have to be stronger than I was to do that. And I don't even think it's being stronger than you were, Steve. I don't think it's about strength. I think it's just about... I don't know. Figuring out how to have the conversation. Yeah. It's a crazy, scary conversation to have. 
And again, it's like my dad said that this person refers to that there was no other way for you to be able to leave. And like you said, just no. So don't like, I I don't want you to beat yourself up or say you weren't strong enough. You were so strong. I watched you fight for years to make our relationship work. And it didn't. It does. I feel like whenever I say that, I'm like, I don't think it didn't work. It's just different. That's the one other part of this that I always think about when someone tells me they're choosing to stay in the relationship for now because they don't want to hurt their spouse is this is not the relationship for either of you. If that's the case. Yeah. This is like if you don't actually genuinely want to be with them. And if there are other things that are pulling at you, that's that's not fair to them. That's not a that's not an authentic, genuine relationship. And they deserve better than that. You know, it doesn't mean you don't love them. It, in fact, in some ways, it means like I've just always felt like it gave us something more. And again, everybody, everybody's per se timeline of this is different. A hundred percent. And and so like if if they feel like they need to stay for another period of time, they might feel that way. Yes. And remind- we're never telling someone not to do that. I I will never say right. Don't stay. I I don't claim to know what is best for. Anyone yeah. else's relationship. So I was gonna say I love seeing people who I mean, it took me so long to come to terms with this and so long, even after we were divorced and done, like years to actually get to a good place. And I just I love encountering people who get there much quicker than I do. And there are lots of them, people who just It's they, all over the board. Yeah. And I am so drawn to someone when I met when I meet and there are lots of them in Boise. Someone who was very recently out, divorced, leaving the church, trying to co-parent with their ex. And I love when I see people who are actually being successful in doing that and finding happiness in it. And in a much faster, (laughs) not that speed is what matters, but like it just makes me happy to see other people get to a good place and not have it drag on and on and on and on and on. Like Not go like, through some I of the like suffering did you us. did. Yeah. You went through a lot of anguish yeah. after that. I it did took, too, it took me but, a long time to forgive myself. Yeah, it did. Well, and this is one of the things I why I do the work I do is because I know the power and strength of coming to a group or coming to my retreats or something like that or working with a coach because it can... Accelerate. Accelerate it. And you don't have to sit in this for as long. And so I think that's one of the powerful things. It's one of the things I love seeing in this work mm-hmm. is these people like make these huge breakthroughs in like a month or two or three. And it's exciting to watch. Yeah. They stay with me. Usually it's like an eight month to a year is like a good time for coaching. But it's yeah. exciting to watch. And I'm, I'm grateful that I get to do that work. It's cool. You're helping a lot of people. Likewise. Okay. Is that our only question or is there more? That's the question. We're just going to do that question today. I always love the uh, the analogy of like what we're talking about. Like you just, the word accelerate, right? That threw into my head is like, okay, how much do you want to accelerate? That all depends on how much pressure you put on the gas, right? But I love the analogy of stagnant water and running water. Which is more clean? Mm-hmm. Stagnant water or the running water, running the water moving water that's coming down, rushing down a mountain, right, mm-hmm. is going to be the cleaner water. And so anything in momentum is going to have more clarity. Yeah. And so you just have to keep moving towards some way, some, like, the water is going to run some way somehow. It might not be as steep 
as coming down the mountain. Yeah, there's all sorts of ways. Yeah, and and but it's going to come down mm-hmm. some way, and it's going to make plenty of course corrections along the way. Yeah, and if it stops and is stagnant, it's going to get dirty and yeah. just muck up. Hmm. So don't get mucked up, people. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a better analogy than my straddling the fence, maybe? <laughs> I, 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 I think it's a little bit different of an analogy. <laughs> Probably. I was pretty proud of my straddling the fence. Yeah, okay. So my analogy was that staying on top of a fence, when you're like on the top of a fence and you're straddling it, trying to get over mm-hmm. the fence, and you don't know which way you're going, that's where people get stuck. And that is the most painful spot. And, and it is really painful. And you literally got I stuck. I literally got stuck on the top of the fence trying to get down for this reel I made because <laughs> my overalls kept getting stuck. <laughs> but but that's what I often tell people is like, you need to get clear on what it is you want. Right. You can always pivot. And I remember telling you this when we got divorced. We can get divorced. You've moved on. You're living with somebody else. If we decide to get married again, we could. But like... We've made a decision. I want to keep going with that decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you can always pivot. You can always pivot. Yeah. That, but yeah, was, that was the word of the year for 2020. Yeah. There's no pivot. timeline. <laughs> pivot. There's no right or wrong way to do this. There's no, you're not dumb. You're not stupid. You're not anything. You're just doing what feels right for you. And that's, that's awesome. I remember a stake president in Oklahoma telling me that I needed to get off the fence, that I couldn't both be out living with Sebastian, moving forward on that path, and coming to church on Sundays, trying to reconcile. Yeah, and he's like, this is not sustainable for you. You are going to tear yourself apart psychologically. Your mental health is going to be in the tanks. Like You have to pick one or the other and move forward with it. He's like, and I'm not even going to counsel you on which one it is. I will support you on whichever one you pick, which is amazing of him. Yeah, I was going to say, what a good right. leader. But he's like, that. for your own well-being, you have got to get off the fence. Pick one or the other and get all in. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. Okay. Anything else today, guys? I wish we still had Trader Joe's ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. You and Penny. It's all anybody wants in this house. <laughs> They're pretty damn good. They're I mean, so they got good. the chocolate chips on the outside. The like, girls left me none. Oh. They ate all of them. I should have brought you some. I have a bunch. Dang it, Steve. (laughs) If you eat it just right, you have a system. Every bite will have the same amount, roughly, of chocolate chips in it. (laughs) I hate it when I get my ratios off and I'm left with just cookie and ice cream with no chocolate chips on the outside of the ice cream. Huh. I feel like we need to put together like a... I'm going to do a how-to A web class. (laughs) A master class. Yeah. Coming soon. <laughs> How to eat Trader Joe's ice cream sandwiches. Oh, so that the my gosh. chip ratio is. Could you guys please put together some random tutorials for Instagram? That'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I can do any tutorial you want. I know you can. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so great to have both of you here. I've missed doing this on are a regular basis. Us or listeners? I'm we talking two to listeners? you two. <laughs> Yeah, glad we got together. Yeah. Yeah, we should do it again. We should? (laughs) Probably. In like two months. In like two months. No, we're doing it again sooner than that. Next week. Hopefully. That's what I hope. We're all going to be healthy. We're all going to be together. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now.
Thanks for being here today. And again, if you have a question or topic that you would like us to cover, go to the show notes, click the link and submit that for us. We would love to hear what questions you have for us and be able to answer them live for you. Also, if you were listening to this episode and you were like, oh my gosh, I need to get this work done. I'm tired of sitting, you know, in stagnant water, as Matt said, or in on top of the fence, whatever it is, wherever you feel like you are, like, let's get you moving forward. Let's create that momentum in your life so that you can feel like you are progressing forward and not just sitting in that murky water. I would love to have you join us. You can go to theboldlogic.com forward slash retreat and claim your spot, or you can head to the link in our show notes. If you want to get a call on with me before that, before you register, you are welcome to do that. You guys, for some reason today, words are hard, but (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say. And I am sending you all the love. If you are going through something hard right now, please know that we are cheering you on, that we are here with you, supporting you, and that we hope you figure out what it is you need to do for you, not just what you should do. Have a great week.